podcast ahead. How, Patrick, first of all, how is life? What's going on in Patrick's world? <sighs> same old, same old. You know, it's, it's getting old now, right? It is getting old. I got to tell you, I said even myself, like I'm getting a little depressed because, uh, you know, I want to move this year and I'm just thinking, I don't even know. I I don't see us getting together with people, like going to meetings, going to like TV meetings. I I don't see it happening for a long time. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Listen, I keep trying to make the best of it, I guess, you know. Yeah. You know, know, we're in Montgomery County, as you know, and they're still in phase two. And actually, they sent a letter. So five counties yesterday, uh, Anne Arundel, Montgomery, Prince George's, Baltimore, and I can't remember the fifth, all sent a letter to uh, Health and Human Service uh, Executive for Maryland saying that uh, for the the governor to consider to go back and retreat back a phase. Yes. Okay. I saw this tweet. All right. Yeah. Just like what? Like the numbers are great in Maryland. The positivity rates are low. Hospitalizations are okay. You're testing more. You're going to see a little. This isn't Florida or Texas where, you know, your positivity rates are in the 10, 11, 15 percent. Maryland's under five. Okay. Actually, Maryland's in the threes. These counties are under five. Um I, you know, I start to, and this is going to sound, and, and I re- I have really no basis for this, but it's just a gut instinct. I start thinking they're playing politics, right? And I, and like, is it to make Hogan look bad? So, so first of all, Hogan already okay. gave the county executives authority on what to do. Okay. Yep. So now collectively five of them hide behind a letter sent to Hogan's administration to say to consider to retreat, you know, a phase or, or, you know, cut down on some of the, you know, indoor restaurants and so forth. So basically they're deflecting. Okay. So now it's such a, it's such a amateur move on their part and a political move because so if Hogan says no and the cases go up, they have cover. Yep. And they also didn't have to make the decision themselves. So they have cover. Got it. It's total bull, Right. You're elected county executive. You already have authority from the governor to make your own decisions for your county. Yeah. Montgomery County's already stayed in phase two. This is typical Mark Elrich, you know, deflecting and not making a decision, not being a leader. There's no, re- first of all, two separate issues. Okay. There's no reason to retreat. Okay. Everywhere I've been, and I haven't been to many indoor places, but a few in Montgomery County, they're doing everything right. Self-distancing, face masks. No one's even close to anyone All right. outside or inside. Okay. They've called staff back. That staff no longer is getting unemployment. So now what are you going to do based on, you know, a few extra cases, even though the positivity rate is still low, you're going to have now, Oh, by staff again, shut down inside again, like enough, yeah. enough, yeah. enough. It's getting crazy now, right? This isn't Florida. No, you you make a good point. And, and if by the, the way, there's no science low. behind it. It's oh, the cases are going up. No, like what are the specific science? What are the metrics you're looking at? What is the criteria? Honestly, you should have laid out before moving into phase two and three. You should have said if the numbers, if we have X number of cases, if the positivity rate goes above seven percent, if hospitalizations reach above ninety five, and if deaths uh, reach X percentage. We're going back a phase. It should have been laid out in advance. 
I also think this rhetoric about going backwards and it helps the teachers. And I'm not saying the teacher unions behind it, but I. I Ooh, oh, I like I'm, these theories. We're dropping all kinds of theories. Total, total okay, so, theory. So th- total theory. Th- these are counties where they're going to start virtual. They're getting a lot of pressure from parents to reopen. Uh, there's a fight between the teachers union, the teachers, parents who want them to go back. There's the if they're essential when there's no pandemic, then they're essential now. When they negotiate their contracts, they claim they're essential. And now they're saying, you know, and, and listen, I've said for the last month, it needs to be safe. Classrooms need to be self-distanced. There sure. needs to be protocols. Having set, If those three criteria met or four criteria, teachers need to go back. Enough of this. Oh, I didn't, I didn't sign up to be a babysitter. I didn't sign up to, you know, listen. Neither did the grocery worker who just served you your groceries, right? Sure. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. working during a pandemic. Okay. So, and again, by no means, and I've been very clear on this, it has to be a safe reentry. It's much more complicated when you have 30 children, some of which, you know, will take their masks off. They don't listen. Sure. They're, they're not following rules. But at some point, there's not going to be a hundred percent guarantee and kids are being severely hurt by not going back to school. Severely hurt. Now, Especially poorer yeah, yeah. communities. No, I, okay? I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And and we talked about this last week. Sometimes school is a safe space for a lot of kids. You know, yes, there's a lot of kids that can go home and they have great homes and families and blah, blah, blah. But you've also got 50% of those kids That's who don't. Good. It's not the a men- safe space. The mental, the mental pressure on kids yeah. through this has been under under discussed, under uh, measured. So I'll tell you what's going on in my community. And again, this, you know, you're having neighbors who are getting together with three or four other neighbors who have kids in the same age area, okay, sa- same age range, who are going to pay up to 1000 to $1,500 a month per student and hire a teacher self-distanced in their house wow. to teach them. Really? Yeah. Actually, that's a so, genius idea. But of course, well, not a lot of people. Again, it only helps the people who have money. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. It, right? It's, yeah, so of again, course. you want to talk about privilege? Yeah. So listen. I know. To me, the teachers, the teacher unions, the districts, they need to get in a room and figure this out. Right. Whether it's a third, a third, a third, you know, on, on Mondays, you know, A through F and on Tuesdays, uh, you know, you know, H or whatever the next letter is. Sure, sure. Yeah, and, and so forth. Uh, and again, by no means. Should, and if listen, if a teacher's compromised or they're up in age and and they get an exe- uh, an exemption, that's fine. Right. Uh, but let's go. Let, let's figure this out. I you know, kids need to go back to school. You know, by by October. Or and uh, this is kind of what they're proposing in D.C. Right? D.C. is proposing think, a hybrid yes. classroom. I mean, Mayor Bowser was ready to announce at a press conference last week i think it was on wednesday and she delayed the decision to the end of july i think she just said she wanted some more data and and to kind of maybe go through it one more time hopefully that's what they do i think her plan from what i've heard she hasn't released the plan but from what we've heard internally it's it seems like a very good plan my my niece and nephew go to school in Connecticut, okay. and that's what they're doing. They're going to be one week they're in two days, the next week they're in three days, and so forth. Yep. Um, kids need to go back to school, whether it's yeah. two days a week, 
whether it's um yeah they just need to get in yeah. somehow some way yep I know. Good. I hope they announce that in D.C., you know, really soon. I, I agree with you. I think a hybrid. And, and yeah, you talk about privilege. That's incredible and that by, some people. Listen, you know, we have a station that we had to set up so people can work in the station and continue to do news. By no means am I saying it's easy when you have kids on buses, kids in hallways, kids going to the bathrooms, kids coming in and out, young kids. You're talking about six, seven, nine, ten, twenty. Yeah. Not easy. Not easy. Sure. Told, uh, by no means am I saying this is easy, but you are essential. You consider yourself essential, and it's time to yeah. rally. You know, we gotta, we gotta, time, we gotta like, come to the it occasion. It's like and- they're retreating rather than rallying. That's actually a very good point. So yeah, very good point. And I get all the science and the articles, and the buildings are old and all this stuff. But you got to rally, right? You're a teacher for a reason. You're, you're, now, I've talked to teachers who completely disagree with me, and respectfully, we've we've gotten to discussions about it, very good discussions. Their position is they are teaching. It's just virtual. Just like my people are working from home, they're working. It's not like right. they're not teaching. Right. So it, it, their position, and it's a fair one, is – you know, it's not like they're they're just taking the week off, right? Yeah. I think it's just so hard on these kids, and the kids are going to fall behind, especially kids in inner cities without laptops, without connectivity. Well, exactly, without, without yeah, Wi-Fi. And parents and good have Wi-Fi. to go back. Yeah. And uh, anyway. Enough no, and, and, no it's true. And it is a tough dilemma. And you have a lot of kids across the country being that are, you know, probably under the age of 12. Their parents have to go to work. They're being left alone that, you know, like you said, don't have the economic ability. Well, I'm not saying teachers and, should put their lives at risk to be babysitters. Either. Right. It needs to be safe return. Yeah. But you can do it. Right. You 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 can figure this out. You yeah. can test it. Um, you know, there, there's some talk and I've heard this. You know, let the high schoolers and the middle schoolers stay home. They're old enough to stay at home by themselves in most cases. That's a good idea. Their parents have to work. The younger kids, the five, six, seven, eight, nine year olds, science is on the side of they almost never get it. Very rarely do they get it, nor can they, you know, transmit it. Yep. So, you know, bring elementary back, right? You know, bring bring K through five back. Right. See how it goes. Right. Yeah. There's a way to do it. Yeah. Let middle school and high schools go, go virtual because, again, if those parents have to work, they could stay home by themselves. Uh, there's there's a greater chance a 16 year old is out with adults. Right. You know, at events, playing soccer, sweating. Chances that they're going to get it from a coach and then bring it into the classroom versus a six year old. Right. Sure. But, but let's be creative here. Right. It, to me, it's not an all or nothing proposition. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, well, let's move on. We have a lot to yeah. talk about, too, like national politics. Uh, I do want to end uh, on one other local story that you've been yes. tweeting a lot about. And maybe you can give us some more insight aside yeah. from what I've read. So apparently uh, a, a D.C. council person is proposing an advertising tax. Yeah. So it sounds like Mayor Bowser has actually balanced the budget fairly well. Um, well, Mayor Bowser's done a terrific job on this. OK, um, so tell us. And, and I, you're very vocal on this. Of course, a lot of other radio and TV stations are too what's the deal okay and and so mayor bowser presented a balanced budget to the council yep the council then in turn during a pandemic when businesses are struggling when the economy is 
down, you know, in the double digits on a percentage basis decides, oh, it's a good time to add taxes. And one of the taxes they're adding is a tax on advertising, a 3% tax on all yeah. advertising that either emanates from the district or hits the district. Okay. So this would not only be on broadcasters, TV and radio, newspapers, and again, I'm not, you know, the Washington Post down to, you know, small independent publications that yeah. emanate from the district to advertising that touches the district from outside. Uh, it'll be a devastating blow to businesses, jobs, the economy, broadcasters. Yep. I, I mean, listen, you should never have a tax like this. By the way, this would be the first advertising tax in the United States. Councilmember Grasso proposed. Councilmember Grasso proposed it. It's it's a dereliction of his responsibility. It's a lack of leadership, and then they try to position it as well. So they're they're saying that this tax will uh, account for 18 million in the budget. Well, it's 18 million in addition to what Mayor Bowser submitted. So then they're trying to position it as well. We we won't have we don't have to do the ad tax if we could find another 18 million because we have an 18 million dollar hole. No, you don't. You created the hole. Right. You want you want the money for your pet projects in a pandemic. Right. You don't get to do pet projects in a pandemic. Right. You just don't. Uh, yeah, because it's pretty clear from the reporting that that they have enough money, you know, in D.C. They, in their rainy day money, fund. Added a balanced budget with good increases, no major cuts. And oh, by the way, the council, council members. Yep. I believe are the only entity and government employee in D.C. that's going to take a raise this year. That's insane because everywhere else, no one's getting a raise. Yep, no one's Wait, getting really? a raise. I thought I read in that article that they were not doing raises. But it, anyway. Apparently, they left in the raise from last year or so. It's still going to go in. It's tech, I believe it's technically not a raise this year, but it's still an increase from where they're currently making. Wow. Um, okay, what's the vibe that you're getting from Fox 5 reporting? Is Does it look like this is going to pass? Or? Yeah, it looks like it's going to pass. Really? You know, they're, they're actually right at 10 o'clock today. They're going through the budget. If it makes it through today, chances of it getting changed are slim to none. And then we'll have to uh, okay. We'll have to look at our options as broadcasters and as 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 media outlets and and advertisers. We got to turn Decipio into a lobbyist and get oh, him down he, there trust lobbying. Me, that, Joe, <laughs> my man Joe is involved in this heavily. Joe is would be such a great lobbyist but, but, because but, he's but very all, well liked. But all kidding aside, this is just pure lack of leadership from the council. They don't even understand it. They don't know how they're going to collect it. They don't know how it's going to be applied, who's going to pay it. They don't, this is typical DC council. And, um, you know, and then, and then they run and hide. I mean, I, the only credit I'll give them is that they have met with the the broadcasters and and the, and and the newspapers and, and the media companies to at least discuss it but uh, and by the way mayor bowser has been terrific she's she's against any new taxes in particular this one she understands the 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 negative by the way it's not here's the other thing it's not going to raise 18 million dollars it's going to actually be have a negative impact uh, why do you think it will have a negative because, impact because because listen it's people advertise to help their business to sell more product sure, so people sure. can pay sales tax 
Okay. If people stop advertising or lessen their amount of advertising, the less product that's going to be sold, the less messaging that's going to reach the citizens of the district. And oh, by the way, you know who this really helps? Facebook and Google, because they could geo target outside of the district from Maryland and Virginia. So an auto dealer in Maryland won't advertise on Fox 5. You know what they're going to do? Right. They're going to go to Facebook, some auto traders and you know, all other other platforms that can geo-target and bypass the district. So people who would be exposed to a sale on a car or a good deal on a retailer in, in Virginia. Sure. The D.C. people aren't going to see that messaging. Yeah. This is so bad on so many levels. That um, and we're getting a vote at 10 a.m. today. Yeah, we, we, we think unless something dramatically changes, you know, you need you need seven council members to, to not push it through. But, you know, um, wow. So oh we'll, well, 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 we still have some options, even if it gets through. You know, there, 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 there's some remedies that I don't want to discuss yet. Sure, but, sure. There's. Well, you'll have to share them with me because I'm a podcast uh, company, I so I, I need to I need to know no, that. But see, that's because I wonder point. if it I mean, will affect they, they, independent they podcasters. Have, of course, it will. It'll so a, you know a single person agencies. Oh, by the way, here's the other thing: Am I a broadcaster or am I a vlogger now? You know, I mean, it doesn't matter though. You have advertising. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and you reach the district, so your advertisers will have to pay. So it's a tax on advertisers, not on the companies. Right. So unless they advertise themselves. So it's just, you know, by the way, politicians who advertise to reach the senators and the Hill and staffers and lobbyists. Yeah. They're also going to have to pay the tax. So pol- politicians are going to have to pay this tax. The, the whole thing makes. OK, well, all right. Well, there's going to be a lot of follow up for that for next week. Um, let's let's shift gears, talk politics and we have some sports to cover. So how do you feel about, you know, are we getting closer to a VP pick for uh, Joe, Joe Biden and um, Trump obviously giving Chris Wallace an interview that was that got a lot of um, discussion in the past couple of days. Plus, President Trump says he's going to bring back those health briefings with Fauci that were so popular, even though obviously. I'm so um, excited. Trump and Fauci. Um, I, you know, it's an odd relationship. So where do you want to start in commenting on this stuff? Uh, I thought Chris Wallace did a great job. I think yeah, he's he good. Trump, I think he, listen, he put Trump, he, he treated the interview like you should interview a president. You know, unlike many so-called interviewers, journalists in this country who don't do follow-up, didn't do their homework, allow the uh, person being interviewed, in this case, the president, to just pontificate and, and talk through an answer without answering it. Chris Wallace had strong follow-up, very, very specific, but, but never came across as gotcha or angry or, uh, or, or, or you know, bias in any way. He presented the facts. He allowed the president to talk, but then had follow up. And listen, I thought he did a great job. Yeah, it was good. I, I, I think Trump, I gave Trump a C minus. I think he, he he handled some questions well and others. You know, he was trying to deflect or say things like Biden's for defund the police when he's never come out and said he is. He actually came out and said he's not for it. Um, so, you know, and listen, I think Wallace is, yeah, he's getting, I mean, He's probably one of the only true journalists that can do an interview like that. Yeah. Right. 
that that's left that can be truly fair um and uh, anyway, he did a great job. Yeah, it was really good. It was compelling, very compelling to watch. Now, speaking of Fauci, um, Fauci's throwing out the first pitch at the Nats uh, home opener. And he, you know, he's been an out, you know, a Nats fan. He, he, he's he been a Nats fan. He loves the Nats. He I, says I that. I think everyone's, everyone's applauding it. I think it's terrible. <laughs> why? Why? Because, you know what? Because you know why? We're still in a pandemic. He hasn't gotten everything right. He's gotten a What has he gotten amount. wrong? Okay, the masks. Oh. Masks. You know what? They should have been telling us to By wear the way, masks you can't a long just time ago. That. that was absolutely critical. If you had been wearing masks from mid-March, we'd be in great shape right now. Right? Yeah, but Patrick, he got it wrong. He got it wrong. Because okay? they didn't know. You know, oh, look. stop. It's his job to know, right? You can't give somebody listen, it's like Cuomo. Como, Como's, Como's misunderstanding of the of the virus led to, in essence, almost six thousand nursing home deaths. Right? Like, like you, you can't get a pass on that. But that how do you? Did. You don't know what you don't know. Like, I mean, what are you know? These guys are trying to work with who? Who okay. you know? Maybe is trying to work with China. We have no idea okay. how truly. Fauci sure, is very smart. He's been he's been level headed through this. Um, I'm glad he's been around, but you don't throw out the first pitch at the Nats game. So you, you think don't. it's what disrespectful to Americans, basically in this yeah. time of crisis? Hundred, that hundred forty thousand Americans are dead, and you know you're you're a public servant. You're the head of NIH. You're not a rock star. He just did a photo shoot and in style. Like, yeah. Enough. Like, you know, like, sorry, you don't get to do this. You don't think that the first pitch is like a morale thing. No. You don't think that it, it sports no, are bad. Listen, there's a lot of there's a lot of other heroes out there, and people have done things. At the end of the day, 140,000 Americans are dead. You don't get to throw out the first pitch and get congratulated for that. Whether that's part Trump fault, part not understanding it, part circumstances. At the end of the day, he's the head of NIH, the top epidemiologist, the infectious disease expert in this country, and 140,000 people are dead. Sorry. You don't get to throw out the first pitch. That's my opinion. Okay. I mean, we could keep arguing this because aren't 140,000 people dead because, you know, a lot of governors in their states never took it seriously. We're seeing that in Texas. We're seeing that in Florida. That's not Fauci. I'm just saying collectively, governors, Trump, WHO, CDC, Fauci, all kept somehow missing certain things as this progressed, okay? You want to give Trump 70% of the blame? Fine. You want to give governors another 15%? Fine. But, you know, you can't, you know, Fauci can't get, he can't go through this unscathed either. He just can't. Neither can World Health Organization. Neither can the CDC. The CDC's changed more rules than I change underwear in a week. I mean, (laughs) like, 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 Come on here. All right. Let, obviously, we're going to keep... By the way, 150,000 people are going to be dead you know, yes. in, in the next several weeks. But I do no, believe... No one, no one should be celebrated. No one. Look, I don't disagree with you, but I do think, you know, we talk about sports. I think it's symbolic that, you know, he is throwing out the first pitch. I think it's an ode to science, you know. I mean, they're basically saying, look, this this guy is legit. 
I think from the start, he's been advocating stay home, do this, do that. If You know, Trump undermined him since the end of March. You know, for a couple weeks, Uh, they sort of took his advice. And then it was like, you know, he would get up there and they ultimately had to end those briefings because President Trump told us all to drink bleach. I mean, I think that, you know, it's I think Fauci deserves I, we could look at it, too. I think Fauci's out there trying to advocate to save lives. But if okay, people aren't going to do it. We're different things. I, I'm not disagreeing with anything you just said. I still don't think anyone involved in fighting the pandemic, unless you're a doctor, a nurse on the front line, somebody who. They you should know, be throwing out pitches, too. They, they've some, done a some, lot. Somebody who, you know, you know, you know somebody who. A COVID a, survivor. A, a, a true hero, right? To me, anyone involved in the early decision-making process and how to handle this and how to uh, eradicate it, and, and, and I don't think they should be celebrated throwing out the first pitch. That doesn't mean I don't think he's a great servant or super smart or you know, has, has, hasn't done a great job. But that's not what I'm saying. I just don't think... If it was me, I would I would have declined the invitation is what I'm saying. If okay. I was Fauci, I'd be like, thank you. But you know what? There's more people deserving to throw out the first pitch in a baseball game than me. Okay. Um, tell me how you're feeling about Joe Biden picking a VP. Uh, is, do you think we're getting close? Do you so think- Joe Biden said yesterday he has, I think he said four or five black women on his short list. Okay. I can't remember. It was four or five. I read the article uh, quickly. Um, so I'm guessing that's uh, Kamala Harris, uh, the mayor from Atlanta. Love her. She's my vote. I'm guessing it's Val Demings. Do we think Stacey Abrams is in or out? I say she's on the list. But you don't think she's top four? I, I think Mayor Bowser's on the list. Mayor I, Bowser? I think, I think Mayor Bowser is wow. rising. This is just my gut. I think Mayor Bowser is ride, rising there may not be enough time wow. from the time she's been rising to the time he's making the pick. But I would bet she's top four right now. Really? That came out of nowhere. I didn't suspect that at all. How, well, why, do you think, feel, why do you think that, though? Because um, I think a few reasons. I think, she's, I think she's been very level-headed. I think she handled the, 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 I think the protest very well. I said early on, I think she was a little timid on the COVID, not timid, but not as direct on the COVID. But overall, I think it's been handled okay. Okay. Um, I think she's a, she's she she understands business is important. She understands policing is important, although it needs to be reformed. She's not a defund the policer at all. Um, I think she's liberal enough for him. Um, I think she's, uh, I believe she's, I know she's a mom. I believe she's a single mom, correct? Yeah. I think as far as we know, I believe publicly. I think yeah. she, she adopted. Yep. Her uh, little girl. Again, that's just a small sidebar thing. But to, to me, that, that shows, you know, character and, and she's a mom. I don't know. I just think, listen, you know. Yeah. I've, for me to say this. That's shocking. <laughs> we're, we're, wow. Wow. Uh, ultimately, I don't think it's going to be her. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, I think I think she's. That's pretty cool I if think, she's in the. Yeah. I can't remember the woman's name from. Um, 
Who's the woman? Is it from uh... the Atlanta? No, no. There's somebody else from the Midwest, a black female that I can't remember right now. Okay, uh, who, who probably is also on the list. But um, all right, so let's talk a little. Oh, sp- I, and I, I, listen, that doesn't mean he's picking a black female. I still think Warren's on the short list. Oh, you do? All right. Yeah. Okay, that would be interesting. Yeah. Elizabeth Warren. All right. Um, talk to me about sports. Obviously, we've been, we've talked about Redskins the past couple of weeks. Every and single. By the way, hold on one yeah. second. Back to yeah. Biden. We've talked about this. I've obviously, I've I've, I've corrected myself on Cuomo. I, I you know even though his approval ratings are in the sixties, I still think I don't think he would have. Uh, I don't think he did a great job on on COVID. But could you imagine if Biden? Hadn't said he was going to pick a female and pick somebody like Larry Hogan, cr- cross party lines, moderate Republican. Um, that would have been mind a- blown. That would have been. That would crush- have been crushing. The momentum would be so huge, huge. I agree with you. Honestly, I, I do might, think he, Biden might have won forty two states if he picked somebody like Hogan. He still may win forty two states, but if that he, would have been awesome. Made, yeah. I mean, I'm a big yeah. proponent. You know, I want to see a female president. I think. Um, yeah, listen. I think I, I go back and me, forth. To me, this is. Um, I think a safe choice is Kamala. I don't think it's his best. I think she might actually make a better attorney general. You know, she wasn't attorney general of California. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But, you know, we should know in a couple of weeks, right? Damn. That is going to, yeah, it's going to be certainly interesting. And and you're right. I mean, who knows if his, if they regret making that statement think, or not. Do you but... think Trump, do you think Trump drops Pence? Ooh, that's a good question. I say no. Do you, you're, are you thinking he's going to? I think he has to do something. I think. You do? You, you think. Know, I think Trump's in major trouble. I don't, you know, everyone's all oh, the polls in 2016. At the end of the day, the national poll in 2016 was not off. It was off by like 0.8%. The Real Clear Politics combined polling, I think, had Hillary up 3.2. And I think she won the popular vote by like 1.9. So, okay, maybe it was a 1.2 off ultimately. If, if, the, if you have Gallup, NBC, Wall Street Journal, you know, Fox News poll, Wash Post poll, they're all in the eight to fifteen range. So let's just say it's ten. You don't. You got to. Trump has to cut that down to two or three to win the electoral college. At ten, he's toast. At ten, he loses North Carolina. He loses Ohio. He loses Arizona. He loses uh, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. It's a runaway for Biden. So listen, don't. People who are saying, oh, the polls are wrong on Tuesday. Yeah, maybe they were off a little. And yes, the state polls were off. But right now, if the poll right now, the polls are so far out for Biden, even if they're wrong by the two to three percent they were four years ago, Trump still loses in a landslide. I'm curious who if he dumped Pence, who you think that he would get that would give him more momentum. Nikki Haley, maybe. That would be. But, yeah. I, but I but I don't think she would. I think Nikki Haley would give him much more momentum. Female, you know, Southern, uh, got rid of the Confederate flag uh, from state buildings in, in after the Charleston uh, terrible shooting. 
my only thing with her is if she wants to run in four years, I don't think you want to be on a ticket with Trump and lose. I think that hurts you. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So to me, you stand on the sidelines. So if Trump wins, although if Trump wins eight years of Trump, you know, for a Republican to then win in 2024, it might probably be not going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. That would be interesting. That would I, I say he sticks with Pence because I don't think he likes to be upstaged. I think she'd have more momentum than he would. I still say, he doesn't like that. Don't be shocked if he doesn't run or somehow he says health is preventing him to run. President <laughs> Trump. Well, OK, that battery, would be that's a prediction. You heard it here first. It's okay. battery is going to get crushed. Think about this. If he came out and said, you know what, due to health reasons or due to the way I've been treated, this country doesn't, you know, the, the, the left doesn't deserve, you know, they don't want me. Uh, if he knows he's going to lose by double digits and get totally crushed. I don't see him going for that. I, th- I see him bailing out saying I would have won, but I don't know. That's just Oof. me. All right. What a prediction. Um, I do want to get your thoughts really quick, though, on the um, explosive Washington Post article and expose on the sexual on harassment the within the Redskins organization. What do the you former the former Redskins, former Redskins? Right. Obviously, we're waiting for official name change. What uh, what did you think of that article that came out this week? Obviously, there was a ton of buildup that he was, you know, Dan Snyder was connected to Epstein. Yeah, None so there's a ton of buildup. They were talking about potential like sex parties. Yes, and, yes, yes. Uh, Cocaine you know, use, all that stuff. And, and the, that still may be out there. You know, I don't know. You know, the Post has come out with a couple articles. The one major one, I think, dropped late Thursday night, Friday morning. Uh, It's terrible. I mean, 15 women. um, I mean, it runs the gamut from, uh, you know, sexual uh, innuendos, sexual... What's the word I'm over? You know, everything from yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Uh, Being told how to environment, hostile environment, uh, just you know, treated differently, uh, talked down to, uh, and then a bunch of reporters came out and said that they were treated terribly by executives uh, at the at the Washington Football Team. Listen, from top down, the organization needs an overhaul. Mm -hmm. You know, Snyder's been a terrible owner. Um, unfortunately, I don't think he'll be forced to sell the team. He did hire an outside law firm, very reputable, powerful law firm. And he claims he's given them, you know, unfettered access to, uh, in, to look into things, investigate, look at the culture, make recommendations, and he will absolutely implement all their recommendations. In the article, it said they basically had no HR person. He says he's going to overhaul the HR department, which, okay, you don't even have an HR department. But okay. <laughs> yeah, sure, right. So, uh, the NFL came out with a statement, said they're going to wait for the attorney's report. Um, I think there'll be some fines. You know, longtime broadcaster Larry Michael resigned the day before the article came out. He was mentioned, some other high-ranking executives. Really? I, okay, wait, I didn't see that about Larry. Yeah, Um uh, so, listen, I think that um, it's the worst one organization in, in, in football. Um, Absolutely. Here's the problem for them. They don't have any redeeming qualities. They just don't. That's a good point, actually. They're, they're, they're not likable on any level. Yeah, the you're name, right. 
the owner, the team. There's no real stars. You're right. The stadium doesn't really. It's not like it's not like Stadium's Yankee Stadium. T- you got a you got a you got a you got a, a sterile stadium out in the boondocks. Traffic's terrible. It's yeah, it's you know, and again, it's not their fault that it's old or sterile. Snyder didn't build the stadium, but but still, owner maligned owner, toxic culture. You know, for years they thought they were better than everyone. Um, they're not well, liked by the media. They're yeah. not. They, they, they they have a lot of work to do. They 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 really do. They're in a they're in a world of hurt. They're just fortunate that they're part of the behemoth that is the NFL. Yeah, that, right. And, and that regardless of all that other stuff, um, you know the, the 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 revenue from from the broadcasters and and others is so big. Uh, but they need an overhaul. You know, they're not even like like the Cleveland Browns haven't won in ever, <laughs> and they're still likable. Right? Yeah, right, right. You, the Cubs didn't win for eighty years and or hundred whatever, and they're likable. Yeah, right. The Redskins are not likable. They're just not. I and, think that's a know, great and point. Listen, they have a lot of games on Fox Five. We have the NFL contract. They still do decent ratings, but by the way, their ratings are down. They're probably in half of what they were ten years ago. Wow! Because they're just—they yeah. lost. In, keep in mind, they haven't won in twenty-five, mm-hmm. and then you add in all the other stuff. You know, their their fan base is is is, is diminished very very much. Yep, so. absolutely. Um, and, and just some pop, pop or is there any other sports? Any other sports you want to cover this well, week? Well, just getting excited for hopefully baseball comes back. Yep. And, and the, you know the spiking in some of these cities doesn't impact it. Hopefully the NFL gets their act together with uh, the camp and the COVID procedures that they're going to follow. We have to have an NFL season. Um, I've been watching a lot of soccer. Yes, I see that. I see you tweeting about that. Golf, soccer. So um, at least at least there's some stuff starting to pop up. I will tell you, traffic, you know, in the air, traffic's picking up. So uh, I think people are going to start thinking about going back to work soon. Okay. Probably September, I'm guessing. Okay. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else you want to cover? I was going to ask you about Kanye West. Obviously, he threw his hat in the ring shortly for a presidential run, but I think everyone's seen. Obviously, you know he's dealing with some mental health issues. Yeah. yeah no, I think um, just hope we can get this under control somehow. I think people should wear masks. Yeah. Know, any idiot out there that you know thinks that mask is is somehow you know somehow related to their freedoms, they're just just they're, they're idiots. They're just straight idiots. Just yeah. stop. Like wear the wear the damn mask. Like like is it that hard to wear a mask? It's not. No, no. And actually, you get kind of used to it, and then it's like I don't even want to take it off in spaces where I can take it off. It's just like, oh no, I'll wear my mask. You wear know? a damn mask. Self distance. <laughs> be smart. You know, to the twenty two, twenty five year olds that think that they don't oh, can't get it. Wake up. You know, have some responsibility. Um, and, and that's where we're at. So, um, Uh, all right, Patrick, I feel like we've covered it all. 
Oh yeah, I think I think we we did. And How yeah, are you doing? All right. Where I'm are you great. right now? Well, I'm back in D.C. I'm back in Virginia. So you know, I was a month outside Detroit and uh, in northern Michigan last week. But uh, you know, like I said, I'm I'm just traveling the globe here until we have to uh, get back. Traveling to, uh, <laughs> the globe <laughs> with my mask. Yeah, with my mask. Remember, you might be too young for this, but do you remember the old wide world of sports? Traveling the globe. Oh, that wait, was a thing. Wasn't it like a, a re, like, wasn't yeah. it a one yeah. minute uh, across yeah. the like globe of all the sports incidents that happened? Yeah. Actually, yeah, that was, was like, really cool. Sh- sh- and I, they, I, they literally said traveling the globe yes, to find you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Then it would always right, be, gotta, you gotta, okay, you gotta I go. I have to jump. Patrick, where do people follow you? Fox, uh, Patrick, Fox 5 GM, Fo- Patrick GM, Fox 5 DC. Love it. All right, I, we'll I see don't even guys. know my own call letters. <laughs> I mean, my own uh, name anyway. We'll see you guys right, next Sarah. week. Bye. Bye.